Welcome to Myths, Mysteries, and Monsters. Today we're looking at a monster that has been around in legend for hundreds of years and lives in the depths of the unknown sea. Is it possible this beast has actually existed? Or even worse, still exists? Today, we're looking at the Kraken. We'll look at the origins of this sea dweller. We'll look at the written sightings. And finally, look at theories of what actually may be a thing sailors have been seeing for centuries. That is, of course, if it's not the Kraken itself. Part 1. Origins Below the thunders of the upper deep, far, far beneath, in the abysmal sea, his ancient, dreamless, unevaded sleep, the Kraken sleepeth. Alfred Lord Tennyson, 1830 Stories of monsters looking the sea have been around for centuries. The sea is a vast and mysterious place where currently it is estimated only 5% has been explored. With upwards of 95% of the ocean not having been visited by humans, is it possible tales of a monster that was once thought to roam the underwater depths hold water? In Homer's epic poem, The Odyssey, Odysseus is tasked with having to sail between a strait harboring two fearsome sea monsters, the whirlpool creating Charybdis and the six-headed monster Scylla. Although sailing closer to Scylla was a safer option, Odysseus still lost six men at once to each of the monster's six heads. Also in Greek legend lives the dreaded Hydra, a nine-headed serpentine watery beast that would regenerate two heads wherever one was cut off. As one of his twelve labors, Hercules was tasked with slaying the near-mortal Hydra, a feat only completed by gaining assistance from his nephew to cauterize the necks after Hercules had chopped off each head in order to prevent any new ones from growing. More recently, a destructive cosmic being possibly partially influenced by today's titular monster, we have the Cthulhu, one of H.P. Lovecraft's great old ones. This hundreds of meters tall great being makes its home in the deep underwater. Described as having a gigantic octopus head with hundreds of tentacles, the rest of its body resembles a mix of human and monster. Myth and legend and fiction make for intriguing and eventful stories, but today's monster, the Kraken, may be rooted in much more truth than you realize. Beginning in Nordic folklore, the Kraken was first noted in a manuscript in 1180 by the King of Norway. Its colossal size being described as the size of multiple islands, where the sight of these islands would fool sailors and ships into coming close until they were close enough to become the Kraken's next meal. The Kraken was depicted as having tentacles with the ability to effortlessly take down entire ships in quick succession. And for those ships large enough to be able to survive the Kraken's tentacles, it would merely circle the vessel until its gigantic size dragged the waters, creating a vicious whirlpool capable of sinking any ship. It was also said the dragging of some ships to the dark depths of the ocean would be an accidental byproduct of the Kraken's massive size whenever it submerged itself into the ocean. Being massive in size, diving down would displace enough water to drag anything on the surface with it. In 1250, old Norwegian educational texts describe physical characteristics as well as feeding behavior for the Kraken. The texts also allude to there possibly being only two Krakens in the whole world both who cannot reproduce, as there never seems to be more than those two when they are seen. Later in the 18th century, belief in Krakens was so widely accepted, it appeared in actual scientific literature. Carl Linnaeus included the Kraken in the first edition of the Systema Naturae, 
a major work of Swedish taxonomy. Stories and descriptions of the Kraken would then appear in texts of French encyclopedias in the 19th century. It wasn't long after that the stories of the Kraken became regulated to legends and myths. Except, of course, when witnessed by others at sea. Part 2. Sightings Release the Kraken From the 1981 and 2010 films Clash of the Titans In 1755, Danish historian Erik Pontapidan in the Natural History of Norway described the Kraken as round, flat, and full of arms, or branches. He goes on to say, Those who unanimously affirm, and without the least variation in their accounts, that if you sail out into the Norwegian Sea in the summer, you'll likely fall victim to the Kraken. Contrary to prior accounts, Pantapadon would go on to write about how docile or unaggressive the monster was, to humans at least. In fact, sailors would actually look for the Kraken, as it would attract large schools of fish, and this would make it easier for the fishermen to catch their daily goal. The fishermen only had to worry about the depth of the Kraken, as if it began to surface, they were in danger of their ships being crushed by the massive size of the beast. Pontapidon lists the Kraken as being at least a mile and a half wide in circumference, housing fish on its back as it rose up, its arms rising above the sea coming to about the height of a medium to large ship's mast. The Kraken would rise to eat fish, not humans, and after eating the fish would expel a muddy excrement that would entice more fish to the area for it to devour. In 1870, another book was published, this one fiction, by legendary author Jules Verne, 20,000 leagues under the sea, makes several mentions to the Kraken, but also compares it to a giant squid. This, and the unavailability of Pontapidon's original book made it difficult to distinguish Kraken from squid, and the Kraken became widely thought of as just another giant squid, despite there being no actual evidence of a giant squid being a real creature at the time. Of course, Pontapidon never saw the Kraken himself, and was only going based on the descriptions and accounts of from fishermen and sailors, who had believed their lives were in moral danger. It is quite possible, they counter-exaggerated throughout history, and the true monster was nothing more than a sea creature we are all well aware of today. Part 3. Theories Men may sail the seas for a lifetime, and seldom, if ever, come in contact with the nightmare monsters that inhabit the caves and cliffs of the ocean floor. William Outerson Credible theories for the monstrous kraken break down to either one of two, octopus or squid. It's fairly easy to see why an octopus would be confused with a squid or vice versa. Both are speedy cephalopods. Both have tentacles with eight sucker-lined arms, with the squid having two more specialized tentacles. But could both be confused with a kraken? Turns out, maybe. Both octopus and squid have giant-sized variations of their species. The giant Pacific octopus can grow up to 30 feet long, with the average size being 16 feet and 100 pounds in weight, while the largest giant squid has reached 40 feet and up to 1,000 pounds, although the average size for a giant squid is more around 30 feet and a couple of hundred pounds. Now, there is something bigger, the colossal squid. With a record 46 feet and over half a ton in weight, this cephalopod also has hooks on its tentacles, not just suckers. Another interesting and frightening feature of the colossal squid, its eyes can reach 16 inches in width. Picture sailing the ocean blue, looking down to be met with an eye the size of your forearm. 
that kind of vision can make you believe whatever has that eye would be much more massive than just 40 feet. So is that it? Have we found our Kraken? Well, there's a problem. The colossal squid is only known to inhabit the cold waters of the Antarctic and hasn't been known to move past the southern tips of South America or Africa. And since our Kraken was first noticed in the waters near Norway, it seems like the Kraken is most likely an exaggerated version of the giant squid as opposed to the colossal squid. And while the octopus can also live in multiple climates, they are more known to live near the ocean floor. But giant squids can be found in the open ocean, making it a more likely candidate. But are they aggressive? Seems like they rarely might be. In 1874, a schooner or a sailing ship with two masts was reportedly attacked and sunk by a giant squid. In 1930, a Norwegian naval vessel was allegedly attacked on three separate occasions. And as recently as 2003, a giant squid attacked and lashed onto a racing yacht. But are these stories true? It's hard to say. These stories, like our original legends, may also be exaggerated versions. But before we wrap this up and stamp the giant squid with our Kraken label, let's think about this final theory. What if the Kraken is still out there, somewhere under the sea, and we just haven't seen it in a very long time? Reports of the giant squid have been around for centuries, yet the first known capture or study of the giant squid didn't happen until 1873 by Moses Harvey. And as for the colossal squid, the first discovery wasn't until 1924. Video evidence of both in their natural habitat didn't happen until this century. As we said earlier, only 5% of our oceans have actually been explored. In that 95%, could this massive creature, possibly along the same species of a squid or octopus, could still be lurking in the ocean? Maybe in an extended hibernation? Maybe it's too fast for us to capture? Maybe it's too large for us to tame? We don't know what the oceans hide from us. New species are discovered on a frequent basis. I truly believe it's possible a monstrous squid-like predator may exist under the ocean, biding its time to reveal itself to history once again. The stories of the Kraken have persisted through time, and in recent decades have become much more prevalent in literature and media. For example, as we mentioned earlier, the Cthulhu may have been partially inspired by the Kraken. The 1981 and 2010 films Clash of the Titans both contain the Kraken as the final antagonist, yet the Kraken does not exist in Greek mythology and would have certainly not existed or been part of the story of Perseus. Yet possibly due to its familiarity, the Kraken was used. As we try to explore more of our sea, our minds begin to wonder what creatures may lurk in its depths. Maybe one day we'll find some proof of the Kraken's prior existence, or more terrifyingly, proof of its current existence. So the next time you're out at sea, sailing, or on a cruise, when you're deep out into the ocean, take a look over the railing if you see a massive shadow lurking beneath the ship, well, good luck. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Myths, Mysteries, and Monsters. Make sure to come back next week as we'll take a look at a specific haunting from American folklore. My name is Hector. Story, script, and research are all done by E.L. Soto. Sources are in the show notes for further reading. Subscribe, rate, and review. And remember, always look behind you.